I think just because of the freak factor, right? Like, I, I got to see what this is like. This has got to be strange. It's like a midget. Everybody sometimes thinks about wanting to be with a midget. Just because. Because, you, just because you want to know if you could throw him in the air and catch him. Yeah, you bang her. all about the Hulk. You, you whip out your big green cock. And you go to work, buddy. I thought two two times in the you movie. Don't she was go like, high. Yeah, she was saying, I'll come shower time, with like, you. Let's go shower together, mother... But fucking Hulk out. Yeah. In this vagina. I and uh, I think Jimmy even posted some shit on our wall. And he's like, I can't wait for you and Luke to discuss this. Because, I don't know, I guess we're the... Uh, the, <laughs> the authority... On black kids getting shot by cops and shit. Apparently. Like. <laughs> <laughs> None of the other shows want to tell. Let's talk about the Avengers. Fuck all yeah, this nonsense well, going. I ferocious. What do you mean you was ferocious? Well, there was a guy at 119 named Jeff Mirabella. God rest his soul. He was killed in a motorcycle accident the week I moved to California. All right. Great wrestler, great guy. And if I had won state my junior year, which I should have done, I would have just gone 119 and probably taken second. 119, like the weight? Yeah. Um, but I, How old a, were you? I was 17, 16, 17. Um, 119 pounds, but at, yeah, but as it, I was a buck 85 when I left high school, man. Cause you're fat. Wow. I was in good shape, dude. I was freaking. I wasn't in terrible shape, but 119 pounds is like inconceivable. That's I fucking, skin- I was a skinny dude. Um, but you're tall. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. These are things work out. Um, lanky son of a bitch, but, uh, everyone dropped to 112 to avoid him. Essentially, <laughs> because he was that good, he was a stud. So, I I started like looking at my bracket, and they have like the. Okay, so, here's my weight. Shannon Gregory from Oswego was thirty nine and zero. Holy shit! Kurt B from Springfield was thirty three and one. Vernon Hansen from Proviso East thirty six and zero. John Gladish thirty three three and one. Eric Gustafson, thirty six and two. Wait, wait, wait! Thirty three, three and one. You can tie. You used to be able to tie. They okay. Can't anymore. They just like draw the match. Like this is tie, it was like it was a dual meet. And all right, there was no overtime. Donald Carter, thirty and four. Me, forty one, zero oh and one. Forty one. Wow. So far, you got the best record that I've heard on the list. Yeah. With the exception of the tie, but I mean. Yeah. But these are all guys. I mean, you look at. I can go go down. Shannon Gregory took third in the state. Frank Laconi. Uh, took, he was a state two-time state champ. Joe Esparza was a state runner-up. Vernon Hansen was a state champion. Uh, Eric Gustafson took sixth. I took third and fourth. Uh, who else? Rich Whedon took second in the state. So it was packed. <clears throat> it was packed. Um, so I kind of look. I remember looking. Remember one going. God damn! I feel like putting the Karate Kid music in. You're the best. No, no, I Nothing ever going to keep you down. I, I took fourth that year. I got upset in the first round by a guy that I beat during the year, and he made the finals, and I took fourth. Put him in a body bag, Luke. Yeah. Yeah, All so right. he reminded me of that, so that was interesting to kind of go back and look at that stuff. 
uh, people's champion, Luke Pascal. Hey, everybody. Welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease with Luke and Nick. Hey, buddy. Hey, guy. Episode number 50, man. We have provided you folks with over 60 hours of quality content. I don't know about Luke, but I appreciate all the fucking listens, man. We've had uh, literally thousands of listens with all of our stuff combined, which is pretty sweet. And yeah, that's, I hope- just, that's just you and me by ourselves and with all the other new shows on the on the network. Hundreds of thousands. It, it, no, it's it's over 5,000 now, which is pretty fucking sweet. I, it's absolutely amazing to me that something that uh, as simple as two guys just wanted to talk about bullshit is now expanding to quite a few other people. And, uh, you know, thanks, man. It's yeah. really awesome. It's awesome. nice that we have people that listen. I don't... Uh... I don't always know who listens. Like someone will come up and say, oh, such and such. And I'm like, oh, wow, you listen. Um, uh, but it's nice, you know, it's nice if you that, uh, we, you know, we appreciate that people have supported us and have enjoyed the show or acted like they enjoyed it. So I got a request. I mean, if you guys do like the fucking show, I mean, we get maybe a new SoundCloud listener every week, which is sweet. It's a slow rise, which is but we want to continue our route toward world domination. So, uh Send the show to somebody, man. Send those little three-minute clips to somebody. I'm going to promote the fuck out of our show now because it's awesome and I like doing it and I think people like hearing it. So please and we do want, the same. we want internet money. Internet money. It will come down the future. It would be nice. So, um, Shit, if we did this for a living, could you imagine? I, I, okay. It's funny you say that, right? I was walking into the Rialto Theater the other night or the other day uh, for my daughter's dance recital. And I know, like, the big trend with podcasts right now is filling up theaters and comedy houses. Right. And they do it live. Mm -hmm. And it's such a new form of stand-up comedy because it's not the traditional, I got to come up with an hour set, uh, you know, and perform for a thousand people. It's two dudes doing what the fuck we do. We have a host of topics and we talk about it and people laugh. I mean, I pictured us sitting on that. Stupid stage, just be talking in front of a thousand people. That's the that's the that's the goal. Luke. I'd want to sit. Well, I want to sit in like a uh, like a comfy like armchair <laughs> with a cigar, like Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, speaking of our good boy Bill, two. Oh, hi, Havana. We are in the other house, my house today. Um, two more women came forward, like literally yesterday, and one of them was a former actress on the Cosby Show. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is it fucking, you know, Vanessa or some shit? No, it was like some bit character in the last season. Yeah, I wondered if it was Vanessa because that would have been, that would explain why she was such a bitch in real life. <laughs> so, yeah, Bill, 40 women, man. Keep the number rising. Did you see that, uh, that uh, what is it called, a meme? Yeah. So why don't they just name it something easy to a say? A meme? Yes, people. <laughs> I used to call it a meme. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. Anyway, the one where it said, with Bill Cosby smiling, he says, is Bruce Jenner a woman yet? <laughs> it was classic. Wow, I want my medal. Uh, so, uh, we've actually had requests. Let's just start off the show and talk about the fucking uh, situation in Baltimore. Oh, such fun news since we last spoke. Seriously, mm-hmm. When we last talked, none of this shit was even going on. I think that the dude had just been like, um, it came out that the dude died in police custody or some shit. Freddie Gray, right? Yeah. And uh, I think Jimmy even posted some shit on our wall. And he's like, I can't wait for you and Luke to discuss this because, I don't know, I guess we're the uh, the <laughs> the authority on black kids getting shot by cops and shit. Apparently. Like <laughs> <laughs> 
None of the other shows want to tell. Let's talk about the Avengers. Fuck all yeah, this nonsense well, going. Let's come out. I mean, and by the way, we're going to be the first show to release since uh, the Avengers came out, so we could spoil the fuck out of the movie if we really want to, because nobody else is going to get their two cents in before us. So we could. <laughs> um, that scene, I mean, oh. the Freddie Gray thing. I, it's on so many levels is fucked up. It and, is, man. Um, I mean, you start with. Here's here's the way I approached it, and you can you can get, tell me if you're in line with my thinking or not. Probably a lot more than you think. Um, I absolutely one hundred percent see no reason ever to riot. I don't see the lie. And here's the thing: a lot of people have stepped in and said, and I get this is. Probably ninety percent of those people rioting couldn't give a fuck about Freddie Gray. I would imagine. I mean, that's I don't right. understand. I saw a guy carrying out of walk out of a burning Walgreens carrying like toilet paper and shit like that, and I'm like, "Oh, you you're really doing a lot for the community." You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're no, they're there to take advantage of a shitty situation, and I don't. And I've never argued all along. I've said, wait for the evidence, wait for the evidence, wait for the report. So you got to do it in every they, case. And people are going, oh, don't you see the – I'm like, no, I don't because I don't know all the facts. I don't know what happened. And I posted something regarding uh, – they're saying that he may, they thought he might have injured himself. And I thought that was People re- argued with me about it. But, but people argued with yeah. me about it, and I was like, I'm not saying it's true. I don't even know. I'm, what I'm saying is there are always points of view because you look back to um, – the dude in uh, Missouri that, that oh he had his hands up and was was standing there and then it turns nobody out nobody indicted and then then it turns yeah. out oh no the forensics show that he had him in the car punching him and went for the gun because he had the so I'm like this guy's eyewitness was his best friend well of course he's gonna say you know that yeah, he, there we, was yeah, no yeah, we, I mean we went through this you know but, but he, the, there's no reason to riot and if you're gonna if 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 Say riding is the answer. All right. At least wait. <laughs> they just convicted six or, or, or uh, charged six of them. Yeah. All made bail, So too. wait. Yeah. My God, you just ruined your city. And you don't even, you don't even wait to find out if the guys are going to get in trouble. It's, oh, it's so fucked up, man. Seriously, th- that story, it made me tired. Yeah, it made me tired because you know it it makes you mad on every front. There's not one spot in the story that has any kind of silver lining. Mm-hmm. Like one could make the argument if the cops are in the wrong. Oh, it's just a couple bad apples. Well, the six dude of those motherfuckers. The dude didn't do anything, right. and three of them black. So it yeah, kind of yeah. destroys their racism. Well, I don't care about racism. But I, that's, I, that's but that was yeah. the card that was originally being dealt, and all of a sudden they shut up when they realized three of the cops were black. I've gone on record on this show saying I've had a shit ton of bad experience with cops. All right, and it really comes from where I was raised. I never had a lot of very good experiences with the police officers. May I, I you know. It just seemed more of a bully position. Uh, I can tell you what to do, do what I say, rather than somebody that's supposed to be a community servant that is helping enforce the peace. And that's how I want to view police officers. Yeah. And that's the shame because I can't get past my own personal bias from my experiences. So I tend to almost always kind of view the side of, I don't trust the cops first, and I I hate that. 
Well, I hate you got to kind of approach it from the sense of there are always going to be there's there's get it out of the way. And we've said this multiple times. There's assholes in every walk of life, Fucking no matter yeah. what. OK, yeah. but I think most of the cops get tired. I mean, as a, oh, of the God, bullshit, you, you got, to, you know, right? so I would hate that like, as a business owner. I have to kind of be suspicious a lot. So I'll kind of look at people like, you know, mm-hmm. and. I want to believe that there's good in everybody, but I've been conned too many times or people trying to con me. I think cops probably face that a hundredfold. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So they're going to come in a little bit surly because probably, especially older ones, are, have been through it. You know, and they've say, they've heard all the excuses. They've heard all the bullshit. And most people are trying to bullshit them. Like this Freddie Gray guy. Okay. Didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. The, they said he had a switchblade, which he did. He had a pocket knife that was legal. It was completely legal. Okay. But, uh, but did, they, he made eye contact with the cops. Okay, that's what I was wondering. What was he technically arrested for? You know, I don't know what the charge was. Yeah. They think they said it was a switchblade. But he made eye contact and then ran. And it was like... Is that illegal? It's not illegal, but it sure no, is it's probable, probable cause. cause. It's probable cause in a neighborhood like that to... See what's up. Now, they should have probably checked him out and been like, why the fuck did you run? Okay. You know, dummy. Before before you finish your point, uh, this I would really like somebody that knows better than us whether or not that's something a cop could go after for, probable cause, because I know for a fact if, say, you're driving your car home from a bar, Luke. Yeah. Okay. And there's a roadblock up. Uh-huh. You can turn around. And not go through that roadblock. You can choose to go a different direction. You can see the cops. Sure. Not go through the roadblock and turn around. Okay. They can't pull you over for avoiding the roadblock. They could say, well, why were you running? They have probable cause to chase you because you don't want to go through them. But they've already had that whole case where a person, like, I didn't want to go through the roadblock. I did not want to be stopped. I didn't want to be questioned. And I did not do well, anything sure. wrong. That's a, so, it's a different concept, though. I yeah. Mean, I don't you, know if it's the same. I mean, if, you, if, if I make eye contact with a cop and run, I'm guessing he's going to chase me. Absolutely. And yeah, you assume. I would, I would I support that as a, a citizen, that if police officers, if somebody runs from the cop, and you've you got to wonder, why the fuck is this guy running? Yeah, women have been doing that to me for years. Um. And I would say, I think they have a right to stop him and question him and say, hey, dude, why are you running? And pat him down. Oh, you have cocaine on you. That's why you ran. Or yeah. why are you running? Oh, I'm on parole and I didn't, I was nervous. Okay, well, or I was run, I was late to get home. You know, I, 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 I just don't, I don't see, once they realize you didn't do anything wrong, they, I mean, they fucking shackled him and threw him in the back of the van. I saw the video and boy, that kid looks fucked up. I mean, he's, it's almost clear to me that one of his, feet or maybe a leg is broken the other one's kind of like he's putting pressure on it so i don't think he could have stood by himself and from everything that i've read they didn't put him in the back seat properly they're supposed to like restrain strap him, him like, down, strap they, him no, down. They, they had him shackled and then he couldn't stop himself from slamming around back then yeah and i mean how fast was the guy fucking going where he could snap his spine know. it There's, sounds ridiculous i don't think it takes much if you got the pressure your body if it hits on the top it. of the head yeah um horrible fucking story dude. so yeah, I mean, ugh. I'm a. I'm I don't even a, like talking. About I'm a believer it. in supporting police. There are bad eggs out there. I don't think cops are inherently. Yeah, I think racist. you and me agree. There's bad criminals out there. The cops should be going after dudes. But I mean, somebody put up this kid's rap sheet. Yeah. Um, after the fact, which I think is completely irrelevant. It, it really is to me. Like, okay, let's you know, 
If he, if he got arrested before and he does pays I, his fine, and who the fuck cares? I'm curious. Well, I'm curious if one of these cops recognized him, and that's why he ran. Like if it's he looked be. at him, I mean, and if he's a drug dealer, I mean, you know, it's fuck you. But dude. you know, once you stop him and he doesn't have anything, you say, okay, sorry, Freddie. You know, get on your way. Don't Let, run next let's, time. Let's let's go back to the riots now. Okay. All right. Uh, you and me agree, dude. There's there's no reason to riot and. Here's the sad part. I kind of I get the defenses of the riot, but I mean it still comes down to it. If you're destroying things, you're you're making everything worse. Like, yeah, it's 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 not helping. If anything. you're rioting because you don't, oh, we don't have it's, a job. It's not you. Well, well, you you just are down ten businesses that could have hired you. You are job. attracting attention to the problem, but a high profile case like this would have attracted attention itself. There right. could have been peaceful protests across the country to benefit the cause. And yeah. let's really dive in right this. now. The focus is the riot and now, not what happened. You took away all the power from the story from Freddie Gray. And now you made it your own story. Yeah. Of demolishing and vandalizing. Yeah. And that's sad and, and hurting people that had nothing to do with it. it. Shouldn't be the focus. You had nothing to do with it and yeah. they had nothing to do with it. Yet you're taking this opportunity to hurt them for no reason. Yeah, and people no are defending reason. it they're on not, Facebook, and they're like, of "Well, they are, he's they're like an impoverished area, and the oh, community's bull bad. fucking shit." And, and I'm not saying bull fucking shit to that. I'm not. I, I understand what their their angle is, but the angle is 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 mistreated because if you use that angle and you present your argument in the form of fucking throwing a brick through some poor shop owner's window, yeah, you've completely missed the point of the original crime at hand. If if six people murdered this kid, you know, now you made it about throwing a brick through a CVS. Exactly. Yeah, you changed the narrative completely. And what's the news going to do? They're going to follow that narrative. Oh, it's more interesting. It's a lot more interesting. The CNN reporter is talking to a, a police officer and he's like, what is this, a, uh, a, a militia state or something like that? And OK, now now the story is about the CNN reporter. Now you're two steps removed mm-hmm. from the original thing that's supposed to be being protested against. Yeah. So it, I don't see the logic in it. I think anyone who I think anyone who riots, at first my first thought was reverse rioting. If you identify a rioter, then the people who they have hurt have a right to go to your house and and destroy your house and steal your shit. Um, <laughs> my second thought was call rioting a job, have them punch in and punch out and create. And pay them, and they won't show up. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I just – I don't get it. I, I, you, you'll never convince me that riding is the answer. I don't care how pissed off you are. You are not – you're one, you're not hurting the people that you're actually riding against. No, you're, you're not. hurting other people hurting that other don't people. deserve it. Um, and, two, grow the fuck up. If you When a child throws a fucking tantrum – you don't give the kid what they want. Well, what about the mom? What about the mom? You, that was making the rounds. I want your opinion on her. There was I thought a, it was great. Rider wearing a mask. Mom steps in, slaps the shit out of the kid. Yeah, on camera. And fucked him up. All I could think of, my mom, God rest her soul, great woman, would never raise a hand to her child. But <laughs> if that was me. My mom would have done the exact same thing. Oh, my dad would have. I wouldn't even like, have got hit. My dad would have given me a look, been like, what the hell are you doing? people are trying to use the whole, you know, they were, they were trying to spin this angle, too, uh, about child abuse. And oh, give me like a fucking that. break. And I just couldn't see it. I, I, I saw a parent, like, 
seriously, if there's anybody that needs to be put in their place is some kid throwing a fucking rock. And the mom did a great thing. Like, do you want to be shot? Because if you throw a rock at a police officer, trust me, the result's not going to be good. Now, <laughs> I am in full support of that police yeah. officer fucking Why? putting and you And they in... have a right to defend. That's what kills yeah. me. They say, they say, oh, they're, they're overreacting. They're in riot gear. Yeah, there's thousands of people throwing shit at them. Now, let's reverse it. The police officers that they caught on camera and video throwing rocks at the protesters. Oh, when they throwing the stuff back. Oh, that got I know. I saw a guy fucking start. Yeah, you can... And that I think you saw the start of the video. Okay, maybe, maybe the way the report report was that they were getting stuff thrown at them, and they okay. started picking it up and throwing. I it I heard back. a different story, so if please again write in and correct me if I'm wrong. But what I saw is cops throwing rocks at the protesters to try and get a result. And fuck, exactly. if that's Good true, go about it. If that's true, there's a whole lot of oversight that needs to be done, man. And you know it, what? It's it's crazy. I don't agree that they should throw rocks back, but fuck that oversight. Eat my ass oversight. They're out there basically risking their lives. There is no there is at any point these, you know, they're outnumbered like 10 to 1. At any point if these people decide they're going to take out those cops and kill them, they you think probably so? The cops have the guns. They could spray a road. But if they if they do it, if they don't react exactly perfect, they're going to be murderers. So now the cops are, oh God, let me not shoot. I mean, did you hear about that? Um, I want to say it was in Illinois. The cop that got chased around the car by the guy with the knife, really, and, had, and they finally subdued him. But the cop actually said, "I didn't know if I should draw my gun or not." That's when you draw your gun. Well, okay, but I mean, when you know the guy in Ferguson, he was he drew his gun because some huge guy started beating on him, and they're like, and then they start telling lies that he had his hands up. Oh no, I was just standing there, and he shot me. Well, no, that obviously forensic evidence proved otherwise. But you don't still when you draw your gun about that story compared to this one, still to this day in Ferguson, it's bugging me. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, that takes this much time. It took. I think literally four months for this shit to get processed. And this Freddie Gray story and salute to the mayor of Baltimore and everybody else on the scene. They're like, this is the You're most. You're talking about the mayor that said that uh, she's uh, going to give people uh, that want to destroy things right. space. I don't know if it was the mayor or if it was the governor of the state. I can't remember who exactly. What, but they said this the is. The governor a, was the one that acted. It was the governor. Pretty... So I, I might be getting my words jumbled on who it was actually. No, the, Say, mayor, the mayor gave the, the mayor gave this speech, and in the middle of it said, "I'm going to give the people that want to destroy things space to do so." And <laughs> I think that's, uh, and, that's some and bad Roger Malinowski yeah. came on and said, "Hey, context to me." When I posted <laughs> that, and I went context. I said, "He goes, didn't you read the article? Did you watch the video?" I'm like, "What context? I mean, I know you're all soft and give hugs to everybody, but is Malinowski no a big liberal? Oh, he's huge. Oh yeah. I'm like, what context? What context do you need?" You know, and he's like, it's space to keep the, the, the cops safe. Bullshit. Space to keep the cops. Stop. Stop creating. No matter what side you're on, when somebody on your side says something stupid, don't make excuses for them. Yeah, you just sound like an idiot. Up his words. I mean, seriously. It's like, give me yeah. a fucking break. Does he really want them to destroy things? You honestly. No, it was, it was a woman. Uh, it's oh, a woman it was mayor. A, sorry. I, whoever got the shit fucking processed within two weeks. Bravo. You know why? Because people wanted fucking answers. You could go through this shit that quickly if you put your resources on it. Ferguson, Missouri, not the biggest fucking community on the planet. It shouldn't take four months 
to give you answers about it. No, and that's it what makes it even more couple, suspicious couple, to people. No, but even you got to take you got to take a look at the process, which was this guy. This happened in police custody, so they kind of know what was going on. All right, okay. Second, in Ferguson, there were shots fired. Yeah, so it becomes a whole different forensic angle of the shot. Powder burns. Yada yada yada. I don't Third, disagree with any. There of that. were multiple witnesses that came forward that lied, that they had to come back then with the other witnesses and kind of figure out what happened, pair it up with the forensics. So, in the Freddie whatever Gray case, you basically had a you know the story was pretty clear with a couple of you know questions. Yeah. The other one, you had multiple people, you know, and I don't care. Like, get it right. If it. I, I agree form, with I'd rather, right. I'd rather get it right in four months and rush to judgment in a week. I'd much rather them submit some evidence out there. And what, what happened with Ferguson is they piecemealed uh, a little news release here or a leak there for fucking two you just months. You said you'd rather have them submit. No, I would rather have them give an official documentation and say this is what we believe happened. We're going to investigate everything. But they never gonna, did that. But if you don't do, if you do that, and you go the, what if you're wrong? Okay, we think you could be wrong. We think that this cop acted justifiably, but we're going to investigate. People riot. We think that this cop didn't act justifiably, and uh, he may be charged. And then if you don't, they're going to riot. And I don't recall any of that actually coming to light. With them giving some documented details, what came out with a Ferguson was a fucking piece of paper with a bunch of blacked out lines on it. You know what you do. You get a, you get an attorney and you file. Uh, they did that in the Freedom of Information Act, and fucking they? it took forever. Lawyers, lawyers for whoever the uh, the family of what's his face was, uh, Mike Mike Brown. So th- you and, mean the stepdad that said, "Let's burn this motherfucker down." Hey, him. He I, acted with lawyers. It's dead son, dude. What do you want? It's not even his son. <laughs> Stepson, son. It don't really matter. Your kid dies, and somebody that you cared for. You're gonna be fucking saying crazy shit. Okay. Well, when Otis dies, I'm gonna burn down Plainfield. <laughs> That by that logic. Uh, well, I hope we uh, enticed your Baltimore conversation, yeah, everybody out there that wanted to hear about more rioting in the streets. Yeah, Is lovely. that the theme of our fucking show? Fuck Let's investigate forensics and police brutality. And yeah, Good times, man. Good times. So, uh, What's Pacquiao Mary, May, Mayweather. Okay, right? Pacquiao. Um. I didn't see the fight. I know Mayweather won. Mm. Am I saying his name right? Is it Mayweather or Merriweather? Mayweather. Mayweather. Uh, Big boxing fan, are for, you? No, not huge, man. <laughs> not huge. I mean, I I know this fight was like set forever ago. It was like five years or something. Like they've been no, planning they've been this fight, right? For five years. They're talking about it. For One five of the years. criticisms of Mayweather is he won't fight anyone that thinks he thinks might be able to beat him because he's going for Rocky so Marciano's record, from what I understand, or might fight, not be. He didn't fight. Uh, he didn't fight Pacquiao when Pacquiao when his, was in his prime. He never would. And mm-hmm. now that Pacquiao's on the downside, he fought him. Of course, you know. Um, you know, he'll never he'll never beat. I don't care what you. Marciano was the only undefeated heavyweight ever, and Marciano was a beast. What about Rocky Marciano? Oh, there it go. There it go. Every time I start talking about boxing, a white man got to pull Rocky Marciano out there. That's the one. That's the one. Rocky Marciano. Rocky Marciano. Let me tell you something wonderful. Rocky Marciano was good. But compared to Joe Lewis, Rocky Marciano ain't shit. He beat Joe Lewis's ass. That's right. He did whoop Joe Lewis's ass. Joe Lewis was 7'5". 
75 years old when he fought. I don't know how old he was, but he got an ass whooped. Joe Lewis had come out of retirement to fight Rocky Marciano. The man was 76 years old. Joe Lewis always lied about his age. He lied about his age all the time. One time, Frank Sinatra comes out here and sat down in this chair. And I said, Frank, you hang out with Joe Lewis. Just between me and you, how old is Joe Lewis? You know what Frank told me? He said, hey, Joe Lewis, 137 years old. 137 years old. Oh, man, you ain't never meet no Frank Sinatra. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you. Who's next? The, uh, the thing that... I was really interested in about this fight is not so much the fight itself, um, but Mayweather. I didn't know much about him, so I was reading some stuff on Deadspin. He's a scumbag. Uh, seven women beat, or excuse me, five women beat with seven accounts of abuse or some mm-hmm. shit like that. So he's a he's a yeah he's a scumbag. He's a winner, and he's friends with Justin Bieber. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, so that also makes him a scumbag. Ooh, he just fucking doubled up. So. Um, the story that kind of caught my eye about this whole thing wasn't so much the fight as the interview process because, uh, what's her name from ESPN? Michelle Beadle and Rachel Nichols. I'm familiar with Rachel Nichols from ESPN. Michelle Beadle was, uh, making a name for herself last year. And I've, I've seen these reporters around Mayweather banned them from coming to the press conferences. So I just want your opinion. You think that. Why? Because they spoke critically of him? Well, they spoke critically of him. One, you know, they they were... Beatle did a softball interview with Mayweather before, back mm-hmm. in 2014, before she had realized his past. So a lot of her critics like, hey, you know, why didn't you ask him any of this shit? And she goes, I'm sorry, I should have asked him some of this shit. Why? Uh, because I think it's relevant to his character. Why? Why? Why does this scumbag get to box? Why... Because you were always having was like, when should a dude lose his job for being a person like this? It, it blows my mind that somebody that's a five-time woman beater or seven-time fucking five women, but here's gets the, to continue here's to the, make millions. He's been and spend. in. He's been in jail. Yeah, everybody has a right to make a living. If people want to see him, if if people don't want him to box, then don't buy the fight. I mean, I mean, here's dude. He, I uh, I am all for you do your time, you come back out. I mean, people want to literally destroy people because they did something wrong. You think they, this is a motherfucker that should be destroyed? No? I think he's a piece of shit. I don't really care. I didn't buy the fight and I didn't watch the fight. Yeah, I mean, just to, to lend and I didn't even ser- like I didn't that. even search out to see who won the fight. I just saw it. Mayweather won. Um, but I don't think it's... Once he's done his time, it's not society's place to then decide well you you can't make any more money Mm -hmm. who does i mean who who the fuck decides what i mean we have a justice system it gets he went to jail he did his time i don't think it makes him any less of a scumbag i root against him i mean i wanted pacquiao to win simply because i know mayweather's a piece of shit but why is it then like Joe Blow sitting in a house in Nebraska who decides, well, I think that Mayweather should never be able to make money again. And then a bunch of people agree. And all of a sudden we destroy the person's life. Yeah, kind of. I don't think that that's I don't think that's fair game. And I would if I was Mayweather, I'd be like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Well, I he basically jail. did. He told and good for him. Yeah. Um, as far as this woman that didn't ask that threw himself not every not every interview needs to cover up. I mean, sometimes softball questions are. I mean, if you want to do a, a fluff a fluff piece on somebody, sometimes that's interesting too. You don't need to be the hard hitter every second. 
Well, that's kind of her mo. So I'm just kind of wondering: Do you think that they should have been banned from just even being in part of the uh, press for the event? I, they probably I wouldn't know. even had a chance to ask him fucking anything. So. I don't know. I mean, does she deserve a chance to ask her question? I mean, well, I, I know Rachel he, Nichols has been he, around forever. Don't you ESPN think she's banned? No, just those particular things. Okay, uh, Showtime, so Showtime banned them due to Meriwether's camp saying, you know, "Okay, well, they got a right to do that, I guess." You think so? Sure. Man, you could ban all press. I guess you could. I, it's weird when you single out two women. That's well, just kind of fucked what up. are you gonna do? I it, this see this scenario. It goes back to man. We were talking about Tom Cruise, and you can't separate the crazy from the fucking entertainment. I can't separate the criminal from the entertainment. Sometimes now, I agree with you. No man is beyond redemption. He could be a great guy down the road. However, I think there should be a system in place including with boxing like they have in the MLB and the NBA and fucking every other sport. It says, look, guy, I realize this is a sport where you beat the fuck out of another dude. Yeah. All right. But we don't want to portray fucking monsters. Here's the difference. And I will tell you this, and I will always say this. Money. Fucking hate that. And listen, boxing is a dying sport. You think so? After yeah. that fucking press that this thing got? But those are the two fighters. Now it's over. Where's it going to go from here? I don't know. Tyson, there is, <laughs> there is no interesting people in boxing anymore. It's all MMA. And here's the difference. I like MMA. Mayweather is a huge draw. 48-0, yeah. no, yada, yada, the whole thing. So they could make $100 million by not banning him or whatever they make. The difference. MMA. John Jones was involved in a hit and run. He's probably the most prolific champion to date. Yeah. Um, they took his title away. Why? Because they can. Because they got 40 other people that draw. Ronda Rousey, you know, all these all these dudes that draw people in. MMA is the future, and boxing's hanging on by this, you know, by its fingernails. And if you, if you take away their biggest draw... Uh, you... And I'll be honest, if I was in charge of boxing, I wouldn't have banned him because he's a big draw. My job is to make money, not to decide if Floyd Mayweather deserves a second chance or not. Sorry. Uh, Mike Tyson got convicted of rape and came out and fucking, he, uh, he served I, five years and came out and denied denied his, his guilt from the beginning. And he did his time and he came back and fought. And I think he deserves that. Um I was I was salty about that too. Um, I just people do people do their people do their uh, time, and you get out. You don't have to like you don't have to like the person. You don't have to support the person. But I do support people's right to come back. And otherwise, why even put them in jail? Why why even let them out? You're the why dog let lover. anybody out? You're the if, dog lover. Should Michael Vick got a second chance? Yeah. Okay. I'm just like, yeah. You know, like fuck that. Guy. I don't like I don't like Michael Vick. I like um, the Michael Vick chew toy, which was pretty awesome. I don't like Michael Vick. I, I love dogs, but the guy did his time. I think he's a piece of shit, and he did his time. Let him come back, and if he can play football, if a team wants him, so be it. All right. Fair um, enough, man. Fair enough. And if he is good, I will have him on my fantasy team. <laughs> Along with Hitler. Along with Hitler. <laughs> 50 episodes in. That joke never gets old. Um. So, man, besides that, on upbeat uh, conversation, 
we saw the Avengers. We did. It's Age of Ultron. Yeah. Now we won't be getting too much into it because I know probably a lot of you guys haven't seen it, and I know they're being they're doing a big crossover special. Steve, Jared, uh, Adam, and Rodney uh, are going to all get together and and talk about the uh, movie. I I know they're getting together on the seventeenth. I'll put that in the spank bag. Which is uh, Ali's birthday, so I'm not going to be able to go to the actual recording, but uh, you know. Maybe we can give him a soundbite here. What'd you think of the fucking movie, dude? I thought it was fine. You thought it was fine? Didn't yeah. take anything away from it? Like I thought the first one was better. Um, first one was better. I thought that it was... There were a couple points that I thought it was... Like, funny or interesting or... Uh, you the know. one-liners were pretty good. Uh, see, yeah. I the, I think they were obvious. They were softball one-liners. So? There you were a few that, that I... And even the the woman in front of us said a couple of them bef- right before they said them. Like, said them, you know... Was like, she really? Yeah. And I, I thought it wasn't very well written. I thought there were a couple points where I kind of chuckled at their, just the little uh, nuances that they added. I'm a story person. And... You know, okay, uh, what's this guy's goal? Oh, he's going to destroy the world. Okay. All right. You know what I mean? It's just like, I want a little bit of interest. I want to be interested in the in the villain. So so going off of that, because I realize, I mean, this is not in your wheelhouse when it comes to comic books and shit like that, where I like know the source material like it's a fucking Bible. It's, it's crazy the amount of information I know about the characters sure. and the story. Um, so it is exceptionally cool to see that on the screen. Like, oh my God, the stuff that I was reading about when I was 10 is now like being yeah, fleshed out. Yeah, and I can see that being interesting for you. The stuff Amy that, loved it. Amy the, thought it was great. This movie, and you don't even have to know anything about comics in general or who the characters are. This movie was one middle puzzle piece. It's a setup for eight more movies. That's all this movie is. And it's a great movie, don't get me wrong, but... Th- you can tell that the story it was almost like the age of Ultron, the Ultron, the bad guy and all that shit. It was almost like, okay, we have to put a villain in this movie to forward the rest of these points that are going forward. And anybody that's a comic book geek will understand what I'm saying. This movie is a setup piece. It's the empire okay. strikes back without the dark ending. Yeah. You know, okay. it's, it's just a setup that. piece. That's all this movie I, is. You know, I get it. I, I, I get angry at the, you know, what pisses me off. Hmm. Okay. Here's what I left angry about. Fucking Hulk. Okay. <laughs> Grew up loving the Hulk. Awesome. Oh, I love okay. the Incredible Hulk, dude. Scarlett Johansson wants to bang him. <laughs> okay. You mean the horse sluts uh, Black Widow? Okay. Oh, such a skank. I'm Woo. sorry. The whole I must go be alone so that I don't hurt anybody. You fucked Scarlett Johansson with your big Hulk dick. God, she looked great. You in that movie. get on in there. She was pregnant for most of it. She had to she, have a bunch of stunt doubles. Oh, I read. She looked. Um, she was showing. Not, I don't know. She was showing. They had a bunch of. But here's the Scarlett wants to bang you, Hulk. Yeah, you, you bang she was her. All about the Hulk. You you whip out your big green cock, and you go to work. Buddy. I thought two two times in the you movie don't she was go like high. Yeah, she was saying, "I'll come shower time, with like, you. Let's go shower together, mother fucking Hulk out. Yeah, in this vagina." I, give me a break. <laughs> so that just that makes me angry because the whole I must rise above it and protect people. No. <laughs> Be selfish, buddy. Go for the threesome with Captain Go America. for the threesome. No, you don't invite Captain. You invite like the, the, the Asian scientist chick or somebody like that. <laughs> that did kind of make me mad, too, because it was, it, I mean, okay, one time where she was hitting on him, 
you could understand. Okay, they're about to fucking fuck some shit up. They can't. They can't like go off and go bang in the closet. Even though I would have tried. Um, but the first time, they're like at a dinner party or some shit, and she's hitting on him behind the bar. Yeah, there's Ultron has not revealed himself yet. You do not know he is a threat, even if Ultron's <laughs> there. Man, come on, stop and get a little for yourself. Oh, fucking shit. Hulk. Well, here and here. I like Mark Ruffalo a lot. I'm like Mark. Come on, bud. Here's what I took away from this movie that's not even comic book related. That was a gorgeous fucking movie. Oh my god, it cost 250 million to make this thing. Yeah, the set pieces. The, 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 there's a scene, spoilers, where the uh, Scarlet Witch uh, is making them go crazy and having dream sequences. Okay. She's, she's making the heroes like think that they're somewhere else where they're yeah. not. Just those scenes alone, I was like, they spent probably more in this one scene than most movies ever get a budget for. Captain America got warped back to the 40s for a fucking World War II dance. And I was like, okay, they got the period piece costumes. They have the whole big band playing it. I'm like, this is incredible for what is literally a one-minute scene in a movie. Yeah. And then, like, Thor goes off to some fucking Viking place and all these people are dressed. And it's all period, you know, for, like, what it is, Asgardian costumes. Again, it's 30 seconds long. And you're just thinking... I think so much money. I think my favorite, and you probably tell me who the character was, but when they were all trying to lift the hammer, um, yes, and the, who somebody made it shake. That was Captain America. Captain America, and the look on Thor's face when he, you know, at first he's amused because everybody's trying and they can't move it, and then it shook, and, it and Thor kind of went blank fabulous. for a second. And then when he, they turned and looked at him when they couldn't do it, he had to smile back. So just that was my favorite part. Little, I thought that was funny. Little, that was a little nerd nod because there's only been one superhero able to fucking pick that thing up. And it's been Captain America. He actually was able to pick it up in the comic book. So they did a little nod to uh, anybody that's been reading for years and years because he is worthy. See, you can't pick it up if you're fucking not worthy. So I don't know why. I won't spoil it. Anyway, uh, I thought it was fucking good. I will go see a movie with you again. Were we going to try and see Mad Max? Yeah, Mad Max with Tom Hardy. That was pretty sweet. That was really good. That looks really good, and I love Tom Hardy. I think he's a fucking brilliant actor. I really want to see the other two again because I haven't seen, I haven't seen those movies. In oh, sit down, watch, watch 15, the Road Warrior. Twenty years because then and you. Tina one, Turner's in one of those movies. Oh, right? she's in Thunderdome. Forget Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Okay, watch the Road Warrior, and then watch the episode of South Park. <laughs> what where they where they they have sex? Where they're talking about when they're going to have sex, and Cartman becomes. Uh, Mongo or Mango, whatever the guy's name is, the bad guy, and he's like, just walk away. <laughs> okay? Or no, not Cartman. Not Cartman does it. Uh, uh, Butters does. I remember. He's I like, remember. Butters, get him out of here. Okay. Oh, so, hamburgers. So watch, watch The Road Warrior and then look up that episode and watch Butters be uh, with, the, with the hockey mask on. So uh, given nods to the guys over at Something Gate, they actually had a great conversation with uh, uh Claire and Ann Todd Karkowski, and I, I thought it was interesting. So I just take one little soundbite from it. Uh, Luke, you could pick any movie you want a sequel made to. What do you pick? You can't ask me this shit on the spot. Yeah, well, that's the best part of it, dead, on the spot. Why would I? I dead time. Because I can't. I, I, I can't uh, there, 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 don't it. worry. I can edit dead time. So that's. Um, I really had to think about that because a lot of sequels keep getting fucking made. I really enjoyed the Terminator stuff, even though some of them haven't been that good. It's because it's a great story. I think it's a cool concept. 
Um, you keep playing with it because you got the time travel thing. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Um, but I, I think I'm they're, they're just like a movie this. that doesn't I'm, have a sequel. A movie that doesn't have yeah, a sequel. Like something that you were like, oh, I really like to see the fucking story continue. You know, and I, I'm sure there's multiple stories that I could go into and. I was thinking of a bunch of joke ones. You know, would be I. I think would be cool. <laughs> Schindler's List too. <laughs> yeah, that was Schindler harder. Um, <laughs> I think you know, and this is just popped up because it's one of my favorite movies. But I would like to see a, a maybe like a Shawshank Redemption, like when they're down in uh, Sabatineo, and just maybe if they're That's you know if they kind of came after them and not make it like an action thing, but just to see their lives how they progress and what they because I really enjoyed the characters and I cared about the characters enough that I want to see what they did after what they, they did were after down the there. fact after and the their fact. friendship and all that you know. And maybe you you know you tie it into their friendship and their connection and maybe you know I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think uh, like movies that don't it. They said how about, of the world part two actually getting made by Mel yeah. Brooks. How about that was a good one. How about Unforgiven? Ooh, but didn't he, didn't Eastwood die at the end of that? No, he wrote yeah. a. If you kick the bigger shot at me, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> then I'm gonna go to your house and kill your families, and then I'm gonna burn your house down. That'd be fucking awesome if if they did that movie now, and he he's just as old as he is now. Yeah. Oh, could you be, like just being this old badass? Huh? Oh, um, so fucking sweet. Yeah, I mean, I I I gotta say, it's hard for me to think because I don't think oh there should have been a sequel. Yeah. Um, there's not too many movies, I but there are some like, that come out next sequels that I get excited about wanting to see. Um, I was again thinking of joke ones like Field of Dreams two. Where yeah. Shoeless Joe comes back and he recruits everybody to come play a game in heaven against the evil Ty Cobb or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Ty Cobb wanted to play, but none of us liked him when we were alive, so we told him to stick it. <laughs> Be like fucking shitty Space Jam. Uh, they're making it, they're making all these fucking sequels, so I can't pick up much. Uh, one that's good that I always wanted to see a follow up to. I'll come back to it. I can't think of something, man, because they're. I wanted to see a sequel to Ghostbusters back when it was relevant to my life. You know, like, oh, I'm yeah. 12 years old and I like ghosts. You know, well, they did have a now, sequel. Now they're, it was we, terrible. That's what I wanted to see part three, you know. Oh. I wanted to see this continue. And they're already making, like, Clerks 3. They're already making another Gremlins. They're already making Bill and Ted 3. Like, all these fucking movies keep coming out as sequel, sequel, sequel. So, yeah. Um, oh, you know what I would have liked to have seen? Hmm. I will tell you right now. Um, Remo Williams. What? I don't know what that is. We never saw Remo Williams. No. Is it Remo Williams? Remo Williams. It, at the end, it said it, it was the adventure begins, but they never had a sequel. Remo Williams. You would like that. He's a guy that gets taken. And he's recruited for, to make a special. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Remo. 1985. Fred Ward. Joel Gray's in it. The adventure begins. Joel Gray plays an Asian guy. It's kind of funny. Um, that trains them. Um, I highly recommend this movie. And it says it's called The Adventure Begins, but they never made a second one. And it was really fun. They they take this old cop and they they uh, fake kill him, and then they bring him in and make him a, a government. Uh, I will look that up. And it's I- worth a watch. I think I think it was very good. Um, and they never made a second. I I uh, just thought of one while you were talking. And I would absolutely love to see these two movies get made. I would like to see Beer Fest 2 from the guys at Broken Lizard uh, because I thoroughly enjoy oh, that movie. Call. Oh, pause. Ooh. Pause. Hello. 
Good. How are you? I'll get over you. I know. I'm right, recording with Nick. I'll pretend my ship's not sinking. I tell yeah. myself I'm over you. Yeah, I'll hit the grocery I'm store before I get home. Of wish, foul thinking. All right, I'll call you. All right, bye. King of wishful thinking, everyone. <laughs> uh, I would like to see Johnny Depp take another crack at Hunter S. Thompson. You couldn't have Fear and Loathing too, but I would. I loved that fucking movie with him and Benicio del Toro. I don't know what you could do, but that that story happened literally in the seventies, and the guy's got a shit ton more books. From I would love to see him his take on the Hell's Angels and all those books that he came out with. I mean. Just really cool stuff, in my opinion. So there's mine. Fear and Loathing 2. I don't know okay. what you'd call it. So uh, Watch Remo Williams. Remo You'll Williams. You'll enjoy it. Oh, betcha. Dr. Luke time? Sure, buddy. <clears throat> Why don't you take that diploma out, Dr. Luke? Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Luke is a segment where I ask Dr. Luke sex and relationship advice questions that I scour from the internet Hopefully, Dr. Luke Or collected from others. Or collected from others. Uh, I hope Dr. Luke can help these folks with their problems. I um, can. Dr. Luke, first question hey, comes buddy. from a gentleman. Dr. Luke, I am being advanced on by a married woman. Hmm. I'm single. Mm-hmm. Uh, got nothing holding me back from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's hitting on me quite a lot. Okay. Uh. Morally and ethically, Dr. Luke, do I pursue this uh, fling? Well, I don't know what your morals are. (laughs) Um, So you need to look inside yourself and see what your morals are. Ethically, no, you don't. Ethically, no, you don't. Um, You're talking to two married men here like, fuck you, dude. (laughs) Leave my wife alone. Herein lies the problem. You have the wife's hitting on Um, you. See? I mean... Do people do this and end up together? Sure. Okay. Yeah, it's very what rare. do you want out of it? What, what does she want out of it? Are you a substitute for the problems at home? It's got to be, right? Um, I don't when know. Is it, when is it ever not? Maybe she's just a whore. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but Or maybe it's, you she's know. She's the black widow. Maybe they, you know, there's a genuine caring that they didn't know what would happen. I don't know. It's up to you. What's your morals and your ethics? I mean, it's not a cool thing to do. It's not cool to the guy. Tell you what. I don't know anybody that would ever do such a thing. Um, <laughs> oh, Dr. Luke. Yeah, buddy. I think we might have tackled this before, but it's kind of a variation on it. Dr. Luke, uh, I know I'm in the friend zone. Mm-hmm. We have tackled this before. I want to know if I can get out of the friend zone. Is there any possibility of that happening yeah, ever? Yeah, we've gone through this. It, well, I, I, I don't know if a guy can get out. Yeah. You think so? Sure. But it was based on drinking, right? No, no. It's based on... (laughs) You had to get her hammered. It's based on you need to do one of two things. Mm -hmm. Is there... Have you... Even though you're friends, have you ever hooked up? If you have hooked up, you need to start to hook up I think it's completely a friend zone. Okay, so completely a friend zone. Yeah, they're always friends. Then you need to diminish that friendship. You need to make her miss you. Ah, that's that's slick. I don't know. I like that a lot. But you know, then you if she doesn't, she's not into you. Is she that great of a friend? You got a bunch of other friends. (laughs) I mean, give me a break. If she's your only friend, I'd probably stay in the friend zone. But if you got other friends, you kind you got to kind of you have to make her wonder. 
wow, I'm really missing this guy. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Or don't get in the friend zone. Be a dick from the start. All right. I like those answers. I'm sorry if we retreaded old ground there. Uh, I have a friend that uh, I went to high school with, and her and I, you know, have been reconnecting and just chatting. And she met her husband. She told me they were friends for a long time, and then they started dating. And her, she goes, I mean, she goes, I mean, we hooked up a couple times, you know, <laughs> but they, they were friends, and then they started dating, and well, now they're married. I guess I gotta rethink my answer because I was totally in the friend zone with Allison. We were friends for a good solid uh, two years before we had ever even touched each but other. But you're a special so. case. Yeah. And it is. Oh, uh, I spe- oh I'm special. You're special because you have no game. So you're always in the yeah. friend zone. You think so? Yep. You know, I'd probably agree with you on that. Not you drop pictures myself. of your friends. and. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm a totally a friend person. Yeah, yeah. I'm a friend person. You're kind to people. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not the guy that's always on the prowl, like, hey, ladies, how yeah. y'all doing? Yeah, I guess I would. I, I don't even think that's an insult. <laughs> it was probably meant to be an insult. Fuck you, Luke. It's not an insult. It's just the truth. All right. The guy just, okay, this guy wrote in. Um, it's like, Dr. Luke, uh, I've gone on three dates with this woman, and I really, really like her. Uh, we're into each other. We haven't done anything yet. Uh, I just found out. She has two kids. Now I'm rethinking everything. I don't want to look like a dick because I don't know if I want to date somebody that has kids. So how or should I give this a shot or should I just bail now because I'm very uncomfortable with the fact okay. that she has kids? Let's start at the beginning. You went on a third date and you haven't done anything yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's Maybe. probably not into you. You should have fucked her by now. <laughs> um. <laughs> Ah, uh, Dr. Luke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I know. Here's the thing. Like, when you said that, I just got this visual of a dude sitting in, like, one of those Shea Lounge chairs, and you're, you're like, glasses on and a, and a pad of paper, <laughs> and you're just berating him. You should have fucked her. Yeah. And the guy's well, just looking all sad. Um, <laughs> whether or not you think, I mean, are, is your ultimate goal here is to not look like a dick, and then you, so you're going to date someone That's and possibly I, marry yeah. somebody? This was from a forum. So this are you going gonna to marry somebody with two kids even though you don't want kids? No. Do you want kids or not? How, how old is the person? Again, where are we going to agree? I assume they're of married age or able yeah. to be married if she's got two kids. So if you don't want kids, don't date her. This sounds like an Who gives a fuck if you look like a 30s, dick? Late 20s I think you're probably I think you're me. more of a dick if you date her and treat her kids poorly. I mean if you if there's a, you know, if it's iffy, I get that cuz you don't have kids and all of a sudden you're stepping in with two kids. So but you're a bigger dick if you date her and end up being with her and you don't want her kids around. Her kids are going to be number 1. You have to treat her kids like they're number one, and then it includes like stepping aside when the kids need, and you need to understand that the kids come first. You Absolutely, always have to think man. the kids come first. I think you nailed it. And you know, she probably doesn't like you as much as you think, because she would have banged you. <laughs> my my buddy actually uh, has been through this issue. That's why it kind of intrigued me when I saw it. And um, the only thing that he said is the major issue, and I think a lot of guys that will ever go uh, and try to start a relationship with a woman with kids mm-hmm. is the other guy who is the father of the children. Mm. Most of the time, she's not a widow. Uh, it's assuming that the guy is going to be still around. Sure. <clears throat> he says that is always the most difficult part. Well, you got to be an adult for the kid's sake. And he's like, and, and sometimes Even if you don't that like other each party other, is not much be... of an adult. Well, so, yeah. 
then you got to then then you have what's called baggage. Yeah. And you got to you got to decide how much because kids aren't baggage. It's the things that might surround the kids, like the other yeah, parent, if absolutely. they're create making your life a, a hell because they're for whatever reason, you know, a dick or. Um, is it weigh the baggage versus the uh, the joy? Yeah, that well, you're going to get out, of the and that might not seem fair to the woman who maybe is a great woman and you have a good relationship, but you back out and say, "I can't take the bullshit from your ex." Yeah, um, and that might suck, but you got to be honest. You got to be straightforward, and uh, you know, best you know the good thing about her having two kids is you know she puts out. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> there's a article. Written by a woman. Um, This is actually making a lot of the Facebook rounds, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if she's a professional writer or not, but she's more of a blogger, I guess. So she's not a professional writer. Well, I guess if you write and people pay you money for advertising, it makes you a professional writer, right? I've read blogs. They're terrible writers. (laughs) Well, her whole thing, and I would love if our audience would chime in on this one, especially the women. She wrote an article saying, I am no longer going to give oral sex to any of the people that I date. Hmm. So she goes on, and I read the articles. I, the, the, instant, the title was like, okay, what's this about? So I read it, and she goes on and on about how much she doesn't like it, Okay, doesn't like doing it, uh, doesn't like the work involved, doesn't like the aggressive nature of it and all this shit. Okay. She goes... And it's almost seemed expected of her for the people that she dates. So she's not going to do it anymore. Okay. She has found what I'm going to refer as chumps for the rest of the story. Chumps that she will take and date. She will ask them to go down on her. Mm -hmm. And she goes, that was great. I'll see you later. And now she has this roster of gentlemen that will be more than happy to just go down on her and then leave and with no reciprocation, which we've discussed before, the reciprocation issue, which is which is key to me. Mm-hmm. And she goes, why should I? Guys have done this for years, gotten blowjobs and whatever. So I'm taking the stand. And she goes, women should say, hey, if you like giving head, that's fine. But let's be honest. It's a lot easier for a guy to go down on a girl than the opposite. So I'm going to let the dog out. Look at her. Look how she's sitting. <laughs> that was a tweet. What do you think of that chick, Luke? What do I think of her? More power to her. Um, If she can get away with it. I mean, maybe... I I don't think everyone... Every guy is... Thinks blowjobs are the end all. So, you're going to find a guy that that gets off on going down on a woman and doesn't really care if he gets it, and that's fine. He is charged. If he... (laughs) um, More power to her if she can get away with it. Um... Is it fair? Sure. I mean, what? You well, know, there's no I want, such thing as fair and not. I mean, fair. as long as she, as long as she doesn't say, "Oh yeah, I'll go down on you after," it doesn't, um, and or just you know, just be straightforward and say, "I don't do that." Apparently, that's what she's been doing. She's been very clear, like, "I am not going to do anything to you. Get down there." And as long as she's okay, now she needs to be okay with. Well, no, she didn't even need to be okay. It's her fucking boundaries she wants to set for herself. Yeah. If she's not, if if the guy's not okay with that, then he can walk away. Um, I, yeah, yeah, it just, it, it, it just rubbed me the wrong way that, uh, she assumes that 
it's a much easier task for a gentleman. Do you agree with that? No, I don't assume anything. I don't assume that she assumes anything. I assume, here's what she said. I don't like doing it, but I like when guys go down on me. I'm going to find some guys that will go down on me. So you're and I don't a supporter go down on of her cause. Whatever. <laughs> Blue jobs for Luke all day. <laughs> I, you know, if she, if she can get away with that um, and she gets a lot of it, you know, just make sure you wash and groom your shit. Hey, um, girl, you got to support her. Good job. I, I mean, what, what the hell's the difference? I don't, you know, it would, to each their own. I just hope this doesn't start a trend because. It's not going to start a trend. <laughs> Guys a of the world unite. <laughs> give me a break. Come on. It's like, you know, maybe she can give handies and she's good at it. I don't know. All right. We had a listener. What's his name? Uh, Jonah? I think. It, Jonah? Jonah. You read the story? A guy with two functioning penises? I glanced at it, but I really got the breakdown from Amy. Okay, what's she the breakdown? Was, you gotta have to fill me in because I did not read the there's story. Pictures on Reddit or read it or whatever the fuck it is. Reddit. Um, I like read it. And he's come out. He he stays anonymous. Okay. Um, but proved <clears> his <throat> with pictures and whatnot. He has two functioning penises. Two. Two. Double potato dick. All right. Um. Did, did and you he's see the he's bisexual. I didn't. Amy looked. Amy saw him, and she told me she kind of described it to me. I didn't. Well, well endowed. This, she said they were normal size. One normal. one circumcised, one isn't, so you can go, you know, whatever Okay, that's you fucking fantastic. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> they function. They both become erect. They both, you know. Um, side and I by didn't side delve. are top and bottom. I think they're side by side. Holy shit. So I thought of the possibility. This is amazing. I want to hang out with this dude. What I want to do. To him. No, no. I, what I want to do. I want him on the fucking show. I want to know. If you had two penises. Okay. Like, I'll give you an example. I told Amy, I would start with that. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck Hi. around. Hi. I wouldn't. I, I would walk up and I would say, I have two penises. <laughs> no name. <laughs> where do you want to go from here? And, of course, they would say, no, you don't. No, you don't. And it would get to the point where that's that guy. They have to see. Of course. They want it. So you're immediately getting naked. I am naked. a very straight man. I would want to see it. I said I got you, two dicks. I'd be realize, like, let's see that shit. Do you realize how much you'd get laid? Yeah, I think just because of the freak factor, right? Like, I, I got to see what this is like. This has got to be strange. It's like a midget. Everybody sometimes thinks about wanting to be with a midget. Just because. Because, you, just because. you want to know if you could throw them in the air and catch them. Um, <laughs> but he's bisexual. <laughs> Or right. He could be with a guy and a girl All at the right. same time. Shit. Um, <laughs> he could be with a girl and, you know, plug both gaps. Oh, man. Uh, he could. He could do. I mean, what? You jack off one and the other one's functioning, you know. Unreal. I mean, the. the Does he the, got four balls? I don't know about that. Oh, man. The endless possibilities. <laughs> uh, oh, no, granted, balls. you're doubling your condom costs and. Uh, <laughs> The setbacks, Luke. You're not thinking of the setbacks. I mean, you're probably... Double jock itch. You're going <laughs> to... You're going to need a beach towel as a spank rag. Uh, oh, shit. But... Uh, special harness when you ride bikes. Yeah. I mean, well, no, you just split it. And hope, and hope they don't get caught in the chain. <laughs> just wrap them I mean, around what the would you do? How would you, what do you, I mean, the possibilities are endless. You could, you know... I'd be in porn. I well, I think that's like the default. Would you say when you're getting porn? I mean, I think your body is almost telling you to do it. Like, dude, you have to go into porn. You're a freak. You're a freak of nature. Get out there. Yeah, 
Get out there. Essentially. Yeah. Get out there, champ. I've blessed you with a second guy, and he's happy. <laughs> he's not like a little he's not like nugget he, one that's yeah. hanging out of the side. It's a full man. That's crazy. They both become erect. Can you imagine that? Double dong hero. Yeah. Uh, now that we're when you get older and you know, you start to get it, you know, not full erections. You you, double do the you, heartbreak. <laughs> do you, uh, I wonder you you would think that would be if that happened once, it's had to happen a few times. It's gotta be somewhat common, right? What, no? not being able to get it up? No, no, the the two dick thing. Yeah, they said there the the article actually says there's this this is how common it is. And wow. it's more common than you think. Um, I would think you know it's like you, one shorter than the other. You see the one chick that just gets fucking the the short end of the stick. Like God damn it, I don't want to use four. I want to use seven. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it'd be fantastic. Let's trade. Let's trade. Can we trade? See, he stays anonymous. I would be. I'd be like fucking. I'd taken out billboards for myself. <laughs> well, you get a lot of press and just like I'm better than you because I have two penises. <laughs> you get slapped twice. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. You could get okay. You could get. You essentially could ask a girl to give you a penis Brumsky. Okay, Brumsky. Define uh, Brumsky. A Brumsky is when you put your face between two tits. So she can do a penis Brumsky. She could put her face between both <laughs> your dicks and go. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> feel so good. <laughs> Do you see the possibilities? Ah. Do you see the possibilities? Okay. All right. We have to figure out if there's a way to contact this person. He's anonymous. He stayed anonymous. I mean, we can maybe look through the article. I'll go through the Reddit thing. I will write him questions as Nick from You're Going to Get a Disease. Okay. If there's any questions we want answered, including the Brumsky. Has he the done it? Brumsky? Has he done it? I mean, mm-hmm. he's got a... I, I want... Man, there's... Oodles of questions I think we could ask. This Have guy. you ever where you couldn't get one dick up and then the other one you did? Oh, what's your most embarrassing non-dick story? <laughs> Have you ever put one in the cooter and one in the ass? Um, Would you meet a, a date a woman, a married woman? Yeah. <laughs> Would you date a married woman? <laughs> All right, Dr. Luke, thank you for your uh, medical advice. Everyone does appreciate it. All right. You have the Jonah story of the week. 2011. Thank Las Vegas. you. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Vegas Five went to Las Vegas. Except for me. Uh, except for Nick, so it was Vegas Four. Yeah. Um, and then a group of other people. I don't even remember why we went for this. I planned, here, give you the quick backstory of the whole trip. Uh, it was like nine months earlier in 2010, and I said, you know, what would be great is instead of the camping trip this year, we try to do... Uh, Sigma Delta trip to Las Vegas. And right. Because I think it would be a blast. And nobody, a lot of the younger ones had never been out there. We had gone out there. We had a great time. I'm like, for the most part, everyone, pick your own route. You mm. buy your own airline ticket. You stay at a hotel you want to stay. But one night, let's all fucking hang out. Yeah. And have like a little right, reunion. Right, right. So okay. that was, that's the gist. Okay. So we're in Las Vegas. And Allison and I had made our plans together so as to, she had like a travel partner. Um, and while we're in Vegas, the uh, second to last, was it second to last day or morning of the last day? All right. I get a call from Ernie Ray. 
And he like, flipped. he may be right. Um, you know, he's out there. He calls me and he's like, Hey, we're stuck here, bro. Like two days after we're not going to, so he frantic. goes, we already pushed back our, so if we're traveling out, I want to say a Friday, I think we were coming back. He pushed his travel plans back to Sunday. Because it was like a big there was snowstorm? A big snowstorm in Chicago. Okay. And I went, wow, you know, it's quite a snowstorm, two days. Um, you know, in my mind, I'm like, okay. So everyone's kind of discussing, and I sit and I talk to Allison. And I say, you know, what do you want to do? I, she, I said, let's keep calling the airline and finding out. And we, you know, they still hadn't delayed our flight. Mm-hmm. So while we were kind of communicating, and this is like 9 in the morning, okay, <laughs> by 11... Jonah is absolutely shit hammered the day we're leaving. This is the day we're leaving. Like the flight's supposed like absolutely fucking ripped. He's ripped in the hotel in the hotel. Like we're having breakfast. Not even at the airport. He no, we're having breakfast at the hotel. He's drunk as a skunk. (laughs) He calls up the airline and pushes their flight back a day without asking Aaron. Oh, always clever. Aaron's (laughs) Fired up because she's like, are you guys staying a day? And we're like, no, we're going to try to get out. She, Allison missed uh, Elise and I guess maybe you a little. Um, <laughs> a touch. I had to get back for work. And I said, here's the deal. If we don't get out, it's a 24-hour drive. We will rent a car, drive to Chicago. Yeah, it's a hell of a ride, dude. Yeah, but yeah. we would have knocked it out. Yeah. Um, you know, I've driven to L.A. and back. So. For sure. Um, and she, Allison was like, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> So Jonah gets drunk and changes their travel plans without asking. So Aaron is so fired up. <laughs> we end up going to the airport. And like at the, this point, they had our flight delayed like three hours. Mm-hmm. And we said, let's just go to the airport. We'll hang out. We're, we sit here at the hotel. Or we can sit at the airport. What do you want to do? Um, they ended up kept moving our flight up. They kept saying, okay, now it's two hours. Then it was an hour and a half. Then it was like a half hour. And then all of a sudden, we're sitting there like, da, da, da. And they call us. And they say, we're going to try to go. We get on the thing. Our flight ended up being delayed 10 minutes. <laughs> Total. We landed, got picked up. We were home. The people that stayed the extra day ended up getting delayed like 12 hours because of the heavy wind. So they ended up being more delayed. So they wouldn't have got delayed if they had left on time. Oh. And Aaron was fired up with Jonah because he was he was so goddamn drunk. Oh. His eyes were all glassy, and he ends up calling the airline and pushing their flight without asking. He's <laughs> AM drinking. In a fucking I just power go, drinking. How do you drink at the at the hotel when you know you're leaving? Like that's you know you're gonna take off. I mean, and that night he ended up getting. More and shit. Aaron can tell you this: he was more shit faced, <laughs> and they had to wake him up for dinner, and he gave a yup yup, like I'm up, you know. <laughs> and they like think wake he wanted him up. to stay in fucking Las Vegas. Well, everyone I think that's to, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I like an extra day, but it's like the trip was over. I had a reason to be home, and so did Allison. So we were like. Let's go. You know, you if, we, if I, we have to stay, we always could come back to the hotel, but we at least tried. This was plotted out. out by Jonah. I was like, all right, let's think of my, my, the things I can do. I can take a bunch of drinks right now. Guarantee we stay regardless of situation, you know? Well, they stayed with that's... Jared and Claire. Um, and you got to, uh, because they had planned to stay anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to hit Aaron up for the Jonah story of that night when they were trying to go out to dinner. Um, I guess Jonah was just oh, wrecked. I think we'll have to save that for uh, the next week. Yeah, this is Jonah's, <laughs> Jonah's story continued. Um, uh, we got to get the story from Aaron. Speaking of Jonah's stories continuing, uh, 
I won't get into many details, but we got a fantastic text after our last episode aired from one of our other uh, guest co-hosts of the show. (laughs) It was not. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, keep going. (laughs) Our good friend Jill, uh, Jill Connolly, wrote us (laughs) a whole... I, I, I was talking to you about this when we were watching the Avengers. We were looking at it because I hadn't talked to you since then. And I was like, I, 15 years went by. Mm-hmm. I had no clue to that portion of the story. Yeah. For the last 15 years, I've been making fun of Jonah for sleeping in the car. Yeah. To only find out not exactly true. Right. And he doesn't remember. And he doesn't remember. And her, her line was, he doesn't remember anything before 2005. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jill texted us and basically, and he doesn't she, remember. She went down to see her boyfriend his with name was Steve. Uh, I don't something, know his name. Which yeah. I said is, did you date a guy named Steve because you wanted Steve Pose game? Um, <laughs> uh, I'll do it. Uh, but she. Uh, oh, which my my other favorite part of the Avengers, <laughs> Thanos. Yeah, Thanos. Okay, okay, I'll Dude, do it. Is- <laughs> That's a Steve Pose game. Uh, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll kill the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Um, Spoilers. Right. Jill, <laughs> Jill had collected Jonah, and he ended up staying in with her. Oh, um, but then they went back the next day, and they tried to knock on the door, and she wouldn't answer the door. So this is how much of a bitch she, was, she is. What, what, the question, was she inside? Yeah, the they said. She said, we know she was in there, but she wouldn't answer the door. But oh. then she texted them as they went to walk away saying, I'm sorry, uh, let me take you to breakfast. And Jonah still wanted to go. So, so to, to recap, the story we originally thought, Jonah goes to visit girl, thinks he's going to get lucky, sleeps in his car because she doesn't show. Turns out Jonah did not drive by himself, was with another person, yeah. did not sleep in his car, still got stood up. They go to see the person the next day, get stood up in person yep. <laughs> with a door separating. Yep. But the plus side, and here's the thing. Oh, Jill shit. said she gave uh, a talking to I Jill would, style, which is not intimidating at you, all. Have you ever seen Jill angry? Oh, yeah. I think she's very intimidating. Nah, I would, I would I know, I know. cower like a little puppy if Jill yelled at soft me. and weak. Jill's like like the nicest person, so when she's mad at you, it's just kind of like a mom mad yelling at you. Not, no, mad does not know. When people are mad at me, I do not get upset. It's disappointment. Maybe, Disappointment's uh, always worse. Um, so, all right. Wait, she gave wait, her a talking to, but then um, she found <laughs> out because with Jonah being there, a bunch of girls that were friends with her boyfriend told Jonah that... Uh, her boyfriend was cheating on her multiple that times. That is so. That is so. So fucked she wouldn't up. have found out that if Jonah. So Jonah's kind with... of the hero of the story. <laughs> now Joe's like motherfucker. I, I'm the hero. <laughs> I kind of see Jonah as the buffoon that falls into something. That's why I said he would make a fucking great movie character. He's like all this shit just happens around him, and he's just like this stumbling doopa doopa doopa. Yeah, he's like the dude. <laughs> well, that's your own opinion man i don't want to fucking uh white russian so that is my that's the 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 rehashed uh rebooted jonah story of the week that's like three times we had to repeat that story i think the only way to fix this would be to have (laughs) on with jill (laughs) with jill 
Find out if they hooked up and that's what turned Kristen into a lesbian. I don't know. Ah, uh, no. Jill, that, did you make out with It's part of the bank now. Jill? Thanks a lot. Jill? <laughs> did you make out with <laughs> you, I'm not intimidated by you. Oh, I just like last week or you were talking about, we were talking about barf. The, like Jill's in his bank now. Yeah. And she just wrote back, I hate this whole show. Because <laughs> now she knows that Barf backhanded yeah. to her a couple times. <laughs> he was in doing the Heisman. Speaking of, next week, Jill's our guest host. Come on, Jill, come back on the show. Yeah, come Love on to, And I'll actually, uh, yeah. Can you actually stick around for this one? I think we can stick around for this one. Listen to all the shows on the Disease Network. Um, That Just Happened, Something Gate, The Vag Dialogues, Das Drunks, and of course, the flagship motherfucking ship. You're going to get a disease. You got anything else for our 50th episode extravaganza, sir? Uh, no. Neither do I. Go get a disease, everybody. Later. <laughs>